Am I on? I don't know if it's on. Glory to God. Okay, there I am. I'm on now. Well, glory to God, intercessor. My goodness. My God. Hallelujah. Real quick. Sit teaching thing. Okay. How's your voice? I heard some octaves I hadn't heard in a minute. Going is that thing. Good to see everybody. Be real quick. We got a faith field pack week coming. Y'all looking forward? I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward. I guess they I guess y'all uh, I, I got I got um I just got some quick prayer keys that I want to drop. Then I'm gone. Just a few prayer keys. Can I drop a few keys? Okay. It was a beautiful sight when I, I looked up and I saw Aaron hugging his brother. Har uh, Harold over here. And it was just so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. I, I got a glimpse of heaven right on earth. Amen. How you doing today, Harold? I know that's right now. I tell you, you in my message. So can I help you all with just something real quick? Y'all come to get something tonight. You should always come ready to eat, break the bread. You should ready, be ready. God's going to speak to me tonight about my life. He's going to help me. My goodness. So, y'all strong in the Lord? Y'all got the victory? You're more than a conqueror? You sure? You, you know you have an inheritance? You good, right? All right. Okay. Let me, let me find out something. Y'all know I always set you up. No, I'll set you. Y'all said y'all strong, right? Let's take a test to see if he's strong. Let's take a quick test to see are we, you know, capable of carrying that word of God. Amen? So when a person doesn't forgive, when a person doesn't trust, when a person gossips, When a person doubts God's word, when a person finds themselves in hatred, you know what you are? You're weak. That is a weak person. It takes strength to forgive. It's easier not to forgive. It's a weak person. It's easier to talk about a person than to keep silent on what you see. <laughs> see, we, we got a lot of infirmities, weaknesses. Y'all all right? You want to find out, are you strong? And forgive. You want to find out that you're strong? Don't gossip. You want to find out? Don't doubt God's word. You know, everything you need is in the word. Man of God, 119, Psalms 119, real quick. 119.28. Do, do ESV. I got an answer for all of them. Don't y'all want an answer? It's an open book test. 
I'm a commercial, you ready? Gotta be strong in the Lord. If you don't love, if you don't love, you're weak. But there's strength to love them that despiteful use. Look at Jesus on the cross. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they it, it takes strength. He was in his most vulnerable, weakened. But in your weakness, he said, I made what? And I'm just thinking, Aaron. You ready, man of God? Woo! Psalm chapter 119 at verse 28. My soul melts away for sorrow. My emotions. My mind, my will. I'm having a bad day right now. Go ahead. Strengthen me according to your word. Wait a minute. Y'all just let that go right by you. So whatever you are going through in your weakness, he's saying right here, strengthen me by your word. When, when you just can't take it no more. Don't run away. Run to the word. Because it's going to strengthen you. See, it's like right there. It's like right there. You can read it yourself. You don't have to answer for something. A pending doom. Strengthen me according to your word. Look at the instruction. This is the teaching and instruction for your life, isn't it? One more point. Let's go back to how we're supposed to be seen. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Let's go back to how we're supposed to be seen. Y'all should have seen some stuff since Sunday. You know, the thing you're in right now, you should be in the scene, the end of the matter. Go ahead. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 at verse 18. Since we consider and look not to the things that are seen. Again, you have a choice. But to the things that are unseen. For the things that are visible are temporal, brief, and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. I just want to come to like each and every person as y'all. What do you really see? If if you did really see what you should be seeing, you'd be smiling right now. You'd be you just be elated. You'd be so happy. You, yeah. I had to make you stand up. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Everybody sitting there said they would have to stand up because you saw what you, okay. So when we look at things, right? So we can look at things. So let's just 
solidify this. We can see the unseen realm. We can. We can. We can actually see the unseen realm. Mm. You know why? You know why you can? Because the word of God said you could. How can we see the thing? How can we see the issue, the situation, the, the circumstance? How can we can see that? But you can't really see it, but you can see it. You just see the effects of it. So you 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 feeling it. it it's it's more, it, but that's that's only temporal. You know, like you set your hand on the hot stove for a moment, it's insanity. But you can take your hand off it, and that feeling is gone. That pain was temporary. That you subject yourself to just to test it out. You won't test it out. It's temporal. Everybody say my situation. It's temporal. Temporal means subject to change. Watch this. Watch this. Subject to change under certain circumstances. Not every circumstance. Because some things. You started a momentum. It's got to run its course. Now, after, and I'm going to show you biblically, after, it's going to change for you, okay? But you set it in motion already. You set it in motion. Just know that it's temporal, okay? Subject to change, certain conditions, under certain conditions. Now, if you just made up in your mind that you're not going to forgive, that ain't going to change. Okay. Prayer. Watch this. How we forget something real simple. Let's keep it simple. Prayer is the key. That can change your outcome. So while right now, some of y'all might say, want to say this. So while I look right now weak and helpless, but no helper, you have to know, watch this, how to call on your helpers. Just real quick, I'm going to be done in a minute. You have to know how to call on your helpers. Some people don't even know they have helpers for their life. Isaiah 43 and 4. King James. King James me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 43 at verse 4. Reading in the King James Version. Since thou wast precious mm. in my sight. Look how he approached you. In your, you know, sorrowfulness, unbelieving and doubtful. Look how he look at you. Look how he look at you in your situation. Go ahead. Thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee, and people for thy life. So, who going through something right now? So, so he's saying right now. There's a person for you. I sent help for you. I could do it myself. 
He said, I have a person for you. You just don't know you got a helper. Okay. You don't know you got a helper. We don't know how to call upon our helper. God said he can't lie. God said, since you were precious in my sight and honor, and I love you, I will give men for thee. I will give men in return for you and people in exchange for your life. You believe this word, didn't you, Celeste? And and you're going to have, we set up here on that Sunday. Well, believe that Sunday. You believe that Sunday. So they believe that Sunday. And you said, and I said, you're going to have three job offers. And you're going to be able to choose. But see, the law of process, there were other jobs that came, won't it, and went. But then all of a sudden, you got another call, and somebody presented a person for your life, presented you with how many jobs that you could do what? You ain't have to believe me, believe his word. He said, believe. You prayed and you believe and you found out there's a person for your life. Now, from your choice, you could take three different directions in which way you want to go with this place. I said some stuff to some other people about their businesses. You, you ain't in conflict with me, are you? Because you can't receive from a person that you in conflict from. See, the word, see, we, I'm giving you some prayer keys to, the keys just to drop into you so you can go on about your business. You need a helper. You needed a helper. Somebody else need a helper for their situation. God said, I got somebody for you in that. No, I can do it myself. He didn't send you to you. Prayer, watch this. Prayer takes you to a place in the spirit where there is no time, no distance. It's only now. That's where your job was, was in the now. If you can hear it, you can have it today. Now that day had a period, a process. There's other things that had to happen. For your life, but God already had it fenced in, already guarded for you, just waiting for the appointed time. Keep your heart right. Okay. As everybody. Oh, you can receive that one. Listen to this. Prayer takes you to the place in the spirit where, watch this, where you can, con where you can make contact with the Father. Just stop for a second. Prayer takes you to the place where you can make contact with the Father. With the Father. Jesus' daddy. Abba. Pater. He, your prayers put you in the presence of 
God. See, see, if people really understood what I just said, you stay in his presence. And from that place, watch this, of light, I stood there and I made a declaration in the presence, watch this, of the truth. Paul's coming. He's coming. He's coming. This is what I'm trying. Yes, absolutely. I will. Absolutely. I'm going to hurry it up right now so we can. That's right. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. Don't miss it. I got help for you. I got good news. I'm giving it to you right now. And from that place of light, declare. Watch this. Declare for those who have been appointed. Someone, Amanda, has been appointed for your life. Could be me. Could be somebody else. Could be me. Could be Harold. It could be somebody else. But someone has been appointed for your life. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Watch this. Listen to this. Q, someone's been appointed for your life for you to meet your destiny. It could be Adam. It could not. It could be. It could be someone. Because somebody's been appointed to my life to open the door for the building. And I know how to declare it in his presence. Jesus did it. That which was dead. Lazarus, come forth. See, y'all won't say the things you won't do what you see in the word. The thing that you need, destiny helper, come forth. Somebody going, I just need to touch with somebody who, oh, who going to agree with me. Secure, you follow, you follow me? All right. You see that? See, a lot of times in the kingdom, we think everything's automatic. Because you're in the kingdom. You think everything is automatic. You are deceived. Okay, I'm going to help y'all right up here. Come forth. Yeah, you have to say come forth. You have to. You don't have to say You're going to have to say I'm saying it for mine. See, see, he take he take the foolish things to confine the wise. Pastor, is it really? Yeah. See, now you already stopping it. Mm -mm. So when you say come forth, and God already said that He's already designated a men for the people for your life, correct? So God said the angels hearken to the voice of God, correct? And they they serve you. So what Holy Spirit does? Watch it. He's the helper, right? So when you said it, so when, when you just said what you said, Holy Spirit, watch this. He goes around looking for them. Because the Father 
is called the father of spirits. So he goes, as soon as you said it, they were released. And now they're looking to for that person for your life. But you got to keep saying it. You got to keep confessing it. You got to be consistent in the kingdom. My God. Watch this, because every spirit is under the authority of the Lord of spirits. Every last one of them, even the lion spirits, are under the authority of God. And he sent forth the lion spirit. Y'all ain't understanding. Okay, maybe you understand. Go to Hebrews. This is real good right here. Hebrews, and man of God, read it fast for me, okay? Thank you. Hebrews 12, 9. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 9. You should be waking up. Come forth. Who you would have for my life. And when you say that, guess what? You somebody's helper too. So you're going to be able to come forth for them as well. Ain't nobody happy. Ain't nobody excited. You said you need help. Okay. You can't. I'm going with the goers. I'm going with the goers. Who want to go? Come on with me. Ready? 12. You ready? Hebrews 12, start at 9. Real quick for me. Uh, Amplifying King James. There you go. Hebrews chapter 12 at verse 9. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we yielded to them and respected them for training us. Shall we not much more cheerfully submit to the Father of spirits Mm. and so truly live? Mm. Verse 10. Keep on. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short period of time Mm -hmm. and chastised us as seemed proper and good to them. But now he said discipline. He didn't say abuse. Okay. Go ahead. But he disciplines us for our certain good Mm. that we may become sharers in his own holiness. Verse 11. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, mm. but seems grievous and painful. But afterwards, it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness. Ain't nothing like a good old-fashioned whipping. Power to get you on in position. Come on, y'all. See, that's why people, that's why people have a hard time with this scripture. I done been, you don't hear this scripture taught. Not the way it should be taught. When your child, when you love them, and you teach them correctly, and it's saying what I'm putting in that child is going to be generational. See, a lot of you got a lot of generational things in you wrongly. But then when you meet a true father who disciplines, corrects you in love, we find it hard to receive. It's always a father issue. How we have father is in Jesus and, and God is our father. And he's saying, you got to go back and really study this out. He's saying, wait a minute, the earthly father is going to do, he should do like I'm doing. He said he never, the Bible said that David never Never dis- discipline Epsilon. Never. And look how that turned out. 
Do y'all understand what's happening here? Continue. It yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness Ooh. to those who have been trained by it. Who have been trained by it. Training means there's more, there's not just one session. Because as you grow, as you grow, right, you're gonna, there's gonna be more, um, there's gonna be more, there's gonna be more available available of the Father for you. There's gonna be more of the Father available for you, Aaron, as you grow. Because he, he can receive at this level, but you can receive at a different level, right? But he's going to get there one day. So the, the, the more, res, less resistant you are to the pressure of responsibility, because that's what a father would teach, responsibility. Watch this. So this is how men get upset. With a father. Because no one trained them properly in responsibility. So now you're going to butt heads. Y'all look at here. See, so so why, why are we teaching the frame? Because we get ready to go into dedication. God want to make sure that every ground is covered when we go in this time. You are the temple. Go ahead, man of God. Go, go ahead. A harvest of fruit which consists in righteousness mm. and conformity to God's will in purpose, thought, and action, resulting in right living and right standing with God. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, a lot of people say they want a father, and then when they get a, fa- a real father, they reject them. They reject them. But, but I watch, I watch how the young men watch me. So I'm up on the floor right here praying today, and I look up, and Tamim is looking me dead in the eye. Because he's seeing something spiritual. Not natural. Continue, man of God. At verse 12. So then, brace up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands. And See, this why, this why when I come and I teach to you and I look at your countenance. Because you're not in a position to receive now. If you're... Do you hear what he's saying? This God, this the word of God. So brace up. And what's the other word right there? Re what? Re. I mean, come on, look alive. Look alive. And set what? Write your what? Slacking, weakened, and drooping hands. Once transcription said palsy. What I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get a. I'm talking about everybody. 
We got eight days ahead of us, tightened up, bracing up. Let's see what God is saying to us. He's going to say something to us. Man. This is the shortcut to all that is written. Obedience. That's the shortcut for everything in your life. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish this man of God. Strengthen your feeble and palsied and tottering knees. Mm, knees. Cut. Verse 13. And cut through. What? What did he say? If he's telling me I can cut through this mess that I got going on in my life, I can do it. If he said I could do it, I could do it. I'm cutting through. Come on. Cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet. Yes. So, so when you make those paths, your children. And I'm trying to make that path in here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction. I know y'all want to interact, but listen, don't miss it. So that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, but rather may be cured. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Go ahead, Verse 14. Strive to live in peace. With everybody. Mm. And pursue that consecration. Hallelujah. And holiness. Without which no one will ever see the Lord. Mm, mm, Verse 15. Exercise foresight. Did y'all hear that? Y'all missed that. He said exercise foresight. Don't just be impulsive. Have foresight in your situation, your next move. Come on. Go ahead, man of God. Exercise foresight Mm. and be on the watch to look after one another, to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace. And when somebody do that, I ask y'all Sunday, are we our brother's keeper? Some of us need help. I told you, some of your helpers is right in here. Don't get mad at your helper. Hello? Because you are a helper, too. I'm trying to get you to see that you're a helper, too. But you can't help until you get help. All right? Oh, we're going to be dedicated vessels up in here, vessels of honor. We're going to be vessels of honor, not pretentious. We, we're going to be for real. Amen. Clean it up. Clean it up. You ready? Let's go. See that no one fails to secure God's grace. Is un- I, I hope y'all are listening to this. Some of y'all look like you're busy doing other things. Y'all listening? This God talking. Y'all ready? 
Let's listen to what God is saying about our life. He wants to help us. Let's go. Let's go. His unmerited favor and spiritual blessing. In order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred shoots forth. Did y'all hear that? Somebody, somebody, Shanti said, play that one back. Go ahead, play that one back then. See that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace. Listen, we need to help each other. Don't be mad. This is what the word of God says. Come on. Go ahead. His unmerited favor and spiritual blessing. In order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment. Mm, mm, mm. And the many become contaminated and defiled by the, it. The many become. See, but we, 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 we still think this is my life, it's my personal walk, it's my personal working out my own salvation. Yes, it is. But we are the body. So your sin do affect me. We hear this thing about unity, but we don't really see this. I'd be fearful to sit in here with something in my heart for someone. I'd be fearful to stand before you and I hate my brother or I'm upset at my brother and I didn't go to him. I, I would be up. I wouldn't stand here before you. Harboring anything in my heart. I'm the only person that's deceived because God said everything is open. And naked before him. So you got to take account of that. This is why this season is so important about dedication. We've been tested and tried on this front. This week. If it's one, it's all of us. Y'all all right? This is God's love for this ministry. Go ahead, man of God. Verse 16. That no one may become guilty of sexual vice or become a profane, godless, and sacrilegious person, mm. as Esau did, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. Mm, mm, mm. Verse 17. But you understand that later on, when he wanted to regain title Look at that. to his inheritance of the blessing, he was rejected disqualified and set aside for he could find no opportunity to repair by repentance. See, this is why I'm trying to tell you like Sunday was so important for you to really understand what was going on spiritually and how you were involved. Any of us, all of us, the prior week, the week before and a week before you got to see what's God saying in here. See, a lot of times you get so far gone out the door, you can't repent. And you leave before you leave. And I'm just trying to make sure that we ain't contempt. It takes just one. 
And Esau, he made a choice. He chose, watch this, his flesh. Because he wanted to eat. He chose that. Not thinking. No foresight. God love him. I just see his love for us. So, Q, I feel you right there. You, he really loves us, don't I? He loves you and me. Go ahead, last scripture on this one. He was rejected, disqualified, and set aside. For he could find no opportunity to repair by repentance what he had done. No chance to recall the choice he had made. I'm running to the altar. I'm running to the person. I'm going to make sure. See, y'all playing with this thing called salvation. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man of God. Although he sought for it carefully with bitter tears. <laughs> he was looking, couldn't find it. Verse 18. But you have not come, as did the Israelites in the wilderness, to a material mountain that can be touched, a mountain that is ablaze with fires, and to gloom and darkness and a raging storm. Verse 19. And to the blast of a trumpet. And a voice whose words make the listeners beg that nothing more be said to them. Let's stop right there. What do you say, man of God, back there? Come forth. Verse 20. <laughs> For they could not bear the command that was given. Mm, mm, if mm. even a wild animal touches the mountain. It shall be stoned to death. And yep. so, in fact, so awful and terrifying was the phenomenal sight that Moses said, I am terrified, mm. aghast and trembling with fear. I'm really trying to get you all to have the fear of the Lord. And when he says, repent, you should do it. Because you can't go to him. Well, maybe I'll give you the rest of this then. So the advantage of participating with the realm of the spirit in prayer provides you an advantage to remedy, watch this, what my background is in this life. Yeah, you go ahead and share. These keys to prayer. He could not go. He couldn't make, he couldn't pray even for himself. Couldn't even pray for himself to get in. So the advantage of participating in the realm of the spirit, what I'm trying to get to is to exit out of your flesh into the realm of the spirit. So the realm of the spirit in prayer, that's what you do. Provide, listen, provide you an advantage. A remedy to what your background is in this life. Prayer. See. The Bible says for we know. Watch this. The Bible says for we know. We know. But the rest may not be known. 
because they didn't know what we were made of. of. But the Holy Scripture has educated us enough to know, watch this, Romans 8, 28. Mm, mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Romans 8 at verse 28. Yes. We are assured mm. and know mm. that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan, hallelujah, for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Woo, you read that just how my spirit was reading it. He's made us a way to know what your past. See, if I can just get you out of your former you, I'm sitting here talking to your former you and most of you. You're hearing from the place of your trauma, whatever age that was. You haven't moved on from that place as of yet. Everything that you see and everything, how you interact is based on that time. Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. See, the things in your life might not start, watch this, might not start together. But eventually will start to work together. Oh, my God. See, the things in your life might not start, might not have started together. But eventually, they will start, watch this, working together. Listen, it's all fitting into a plan. Y'all not ready? See, that pain, watch this, that pain should not be an equation for your life. But it's there. See, that abuse that happened to you should have never happened to you in your life, but it happened. That disease that you might have had in your life should not be there, but it's there. But since it has come to you, there is still a way of making it useful in your life now. Oh, it's a way to make it work, Cindy Rollins. It's a way to make it work right this. Woo! One thing that makes a good shelf a good shelf. Is his ability to use anything to make good food. God working like that in your life. So what should, listen, so what should not have been in the equation in your life, listen, if it, if it does, it does, and it's there, right? And it has been there, right? God says, no problem. He said, no problem, all right? There is still a technology. In my wisdom. That can still make this meal. Taste very good. It's something still in his wisdom. That can make that tragic thing in your life. Really taste good now. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> and it will what? Work out for your good. Why? Because you love the Lord. And you are the call according to. To his design and purpose. I, I, I can't get I can't get nobody. I can't get nobody. I'm done teaching. I can't get nobody to look at their life 
and see the tragic things that happen, the abuse and the neglect and all the other things. And God said, I can use that in, in my wisdom. I got a technology for it. And now, because you do love me and the brother, I can show you that it'll work for your good now. But you don't want to go through the process. You won't stay in the pot. But that's where the cook is making the, the stew, right? That's going to taste good. Y'all just want to add, watch this. Y'all probably be the salt of the world. Y'all won't even add no salt into y'all mix. No season, no savior. Bland. Hey, teacher, I'm done. I'm passing. Everyone can stand on their feet. God is good. <laughs> oh, we entering in right this year. Glory to God. We just want to thank God for the engrafted word that's able to save our souls. Amen. Bring us to a great landing place. Amen. The word of God. Oh, yes, it is. That's how you're supposed to respond to the word. Because it's life. The life that Christ has for you is in his word. And you have to have a corresponding action in how you respond to the engrafted word. So when something is engrafted in you that you didn't have before, it, it brings life to that area of your life that was dead. And we are grateful. We are so grateful. My Lord. I just want to say this as, as we prepare to leave from this place is that if you're really one with the body, when you hear the word, the preach word, you go back and listen to the word, uh, and when your spiritual leaders teach what the Heavenly Father has taught us to you, and you receive us as mere man, you can't receive the prophetic word that was spoken as Minister Terrence said when he rejected until he accepted and he couldn't then walk in. So, look, that created a longer duration of the process until he received the prophetic word. Pastor, this teaching, Dijon, this teaching is so always prophetic. The thing about it is that you should, when you hear the word of God throughout the week, up to that moment till we hear the word, it should be something in your spirit that engages and connect with the word of God. Because look, it was the word of God. And it was for your life. And if you're not experiencing the preached word, then you're not receiving the preached word. So prophetic, Pastor, I have to go and change my password I just created. I was trying to, I had that kind of day, you know, that feel like it's that kind of day. Because it's Tuesday, y'all. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> and I've been trying to get to my uh, Langley account. And it was like I, it didn't exist. My personal one and my business. 
could not get to it. Okay. Raylene said her too, right? I realized that the the purpose wasn't just that it just happened. Nothing just happened for a believer. So I tried to do it all online to fix it. Couldn't do it. So I went in. And she said, well, this will only happen if you haven't, you know, had any uh, activity. I said, ma'am, there's always activity. Every day I look at my account. Every day to make sure that there is no fraudulent activity or y'all doing something crazy. Every day I is active. So what do you do to, in case this happened again, because I'm interactive with my accounts daily. See, and how are we supposed to be interactive with our heavenly account daily? But, but you go ahead. So I have to go in. It said no profile, like it didn't exist. No nothing. So it was about this, the password. So I go to create. Then I'm like, no, that's not it. I mean, literally, I am always waiting on the Holy Spirit to lead me and everything. What is the password that you want me to create? <laughs> so he created the password that pastor taught. So I kept telling him, stop saying that. Stop saying that word. Stop saying that word. Stop saying that word to where I have to, I have to go back and change my password. Literally, the word help is a major part of it. And I get here, and that is really the heart of the message. Until you realize nothing for us is a coincidence, it's divine. Absolutely. It's divine. It's his divine design for your life. The point of sharing this is that if you're not receiving, this is why I always pray that you receive the engrafted word that's able to look, save your soul. Because this is what the enemy is after, your body and your soul. your body, and your soul because he knows that you're going to feel your emotion. You're going to respond not by your recreating spirit. You're going to respond to what's on the throne of your heart, your feelings, and your body. And when you have feelings, then your body is uncomfortable. Okay? And we don't want our body to be uncomfortable. Something happened today, again, because someone didn't receive the engrafted word.
something very, very serious. And I simply said, I think it's time to help them. Look, help. Person for your life. Just trying to help develop. But the pain, the discomfort. I left the person with, you have much to learn and to develop and grow. And without this, I said, because your mind If we try to start to do things on our own, you can do no thing without Christ, no thing without Holy Spirit, no thing without what God said, I will give you shepherds after my heart, no thing. You, you can't. I said, you're going to find yourself back in the same, not only in the same, but a worse condition. Because God has said, I've given you everything. Courtney, he's given you everything that pertains to life. You don't have to go and find it, but this is what we do. It's not hidden from you. He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Gave you a shepherd to feed teacher to help bring light and illumination, bring clarity. Unless you're called to be a teacher, part of that fivefold, and these are your congregants, you're not able to bring that clarity to yourself. It's a gift that he's given me for you. Pray for one another. Pray. Pray. Pray for one another. Pray for me as I um begin to share with ODU about the mind. Mind wellness. That will be on December 14th. It's part of our department coming together. Appreciation of their efforts and hard work, but in the same token, my boss realized that mental health, which I've been trying to tell the world for a long time, he know that there's a great need for people to gain back balance and how they're thinking when it comes to their work and also when it comes to balancing the home life and work and family. 
haven't even got to a spiritual dynamic, just natural. And I was praying, and uh, as we were in prayer and begin to worship, it's taken to a place that if you we all don't reverence and respect them out of ourselves, you'll never reach the presence of God. It's another level that I must honor, respect, and love my Heavenly Father. And when you always have before you that you're still not there, you'll keep going higher in the Lord. And you can never not Walk around with the joy of the Lord because he is your strength. As I was kneeling and when that song, one song was that the kingdom God is our kingdom. That's been my pushing urgency. So I'm saying, what else do I do? What else do I say? But what else is that I really continue to tell people the importance? of having a healthy mind so that you can really receive and house the word of God. So pray for me, with me, and I begin to share the importance of the combination of how do you get to a healthy mind? It's emotional intelligence along with effective communication. The natural ways. Because we, our emotions are unhealthy. That's why we communicate ineffectively. And the emotional intelligence, a lot of books on it. I'm asking the Holy Spirit what really is. I didn't realize that's what I was doing the whole time with really with ain't too. It's a skill set. It's the ability to navigate through your emotions. Our emotions sometimes won't allow us to even receive the word. Is that to be angry and sin not? Is that I'm able to have a talk with you and navigate skillfully past your emotions to get to the center of who you really are 
so he can win. And that takes work. Work and skills. And a lot of us find it difficult. That's love. That I would let anyone, when they communicated, that I would take the time to navigate and find me so I can have an authentic conversation with you. Because our emotion is not supposed to direct and control us. We are supposed to direct and control our emotion. That's really true emotional intelligence. That I have the skills and the ability to navigate beyond, past, and through my emotion. blocker from hearing the word of God. Thank you, Pastor, for such a extraordinary teaching from the throne of God. There's some things you thought you heard in the word, but it just hit different as you grow in the word. Do you hear what I say to you? When you grow in the word, it hits different. The same word. Heavenly Father, we have gathered here today in your name, in the name of Jesus, the name that's above all names, the name in which demons tremble and they fear because they do believe. We thank you that your word has found a rich place in us and it would grow germinate and we'll begin to walk in what we've heard. We come against the adversary, his whispers, all his attempts, his schemes, tactics, tricks as to why we wouldn't grasp, take by a certain force as Minister Terrence preached on to Sunday. We thank you now that our heart would be guarded, uh, eye gate and ear gate as well. We love you, Lord Jesus. Let us be part of that remnant that stands on the truth. We're living your statutes, your word, that we are truly the salt of the earth. Pray a blessing over our youth over their minds, over their dreams, over their future. Blessing, blessing, the mind of Christ, may it clothe each and every one of us as we leave this place, but not the presence of the Most High God. It's in his name we've gathered. Amen.